Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're discussing ways to improve your content plan and strategy. No matter what platforms you're creating content for, it's important to outline your content plan and strategy. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, how often do you revisit and update your content plan and strategy? So for this one, my answer, I feel like changes all the time because I haven't been able to be consistent about it with my nine to five. But I am so like I've talked about this in a few previous episodes, but now I've gotten the chance to work with my virtual assistant for about three months now. Oh my God, you guys, Lifesaver. It makes my life so much easier. Like she helps me plan my content a month in advance. She is helping me like figure out like, so literally I'm just creating the content and she helps me organize it. Cause I do love like that side of it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm like, it's kind of weird that I'm at the creator stage now where I'm kind of cutting out things that I do enjoy, but it's only because I don't have the bandwidth for it. Like I literally don't have the time to like plan the content as thoughtfully as I wanted to, especially with my recent promotion at work. So now my virtual assistant is helping me with planning that out a month in advance. She is phenomenal. And like she and I have biweekly meetings and by biweekly, I mean every two weeks, not twice a week. And she and I will kind of chat through our strategy, what's working, what's not and make adjustments. So I will say having someone to have those conversations with and bounce ideas off of is really helpful to make sure that I'm checking in and that my content is like doing the things that I want it to is aligned with my content pillars, all that good stuff. So I also do recommend like having someone to check in with, even if it's just a friend to say like, hey, like, can you take a look at my page and see if you think this is aligned with my content pillars? It doesn't have to be someone that you pay, but like that has been really helpful for me to revisit my content plan and strategy. Nice. So I think for me, I set my overarching like business goals for Emma's Edition annually. And then I will say like, I think about what I want to cover high level quarterly, but really for me, it's more of like a monthly basis as well. And so for example, like in April, I was gone for three weeks. I went to Denver, Paris and Amsterdam. And so I knew for my content plan and strategy, it was going to be travel focus mainly. So content pillars for me are content creation, fashion and travel. And that for that specific month, I knew I wasn't going to be talking a ton about content creation tips, um, but mainly focused on the travel aspect. And so I definitely think for me, like, yes, overall, like high level annually, I know what I want to achieve with Emma's edition in the brand. But on a monthly basis, I just have to adjust and accommodate for different things that's happening, you know, in my life and, and how I can still speak to that. So again, it varies. I feel like Sometimes I am very like strict with it, strict with it on the month. I know exactly what I'm going to do. But then when you're traveling, right, sometimes you just like don't know where you're going to be energy wise. I knew I was going to be creating content while I was in Paris and Amsterdam. And so I kept it high level. I knew I was going to create travel content, but I didn't have like a prescriptive. I need to be posting twice a day or whatever that needs to look like. Right. Well, and I do think that flexibility is super important because like, even in your nine to five, like, or even at your job as a barista, like no matter like what your job is, like whether it's content creation, a desk job, whatever, like you need to give yourself like some flexibility because life happens. Like 
I don't know, you could be like sitting at your desk and all of a sudden your cat starts screaming upstairs and you have to like go and fix it. Like if you're working from home or you're working in your office and then the lights go out and the power is out, like life happens. Flexibility and forgiveness of yourself is so important. And I do think that's like a good context too going into this content plan. So I love that you provided that example, friend, because it's like you shouldn't force yourself to like make something work like when it's not going to work and when it's not going to be your best self. You're not going to show up as your best self on your platforms if you're forcing yourself to post when you feel like you have to. And so that's why like understanding that when going into your content plan and strategy is crucial because then you can give yourself that flexibility instead of saying I'm posting every two days or twice a day. I'm posting three times a day. I'm posting whatever. Giving that flexibility and that time and that understanding is super important. So with that, if your goal is to build your brand, business, and to build your community, creating and executing a content plan and strategy is absolutely going to help you do that. But before we dive into the three different ways to improve your content plan and strategy, we just want to define what a content plan is versus a content strategy because we understand those terms can be kind of confusing and a lot of people will use them interchangeably. It's not the same thing. (laughs) It's not the same thing. So we do want to make sure that we lay that out here so that you guys know what we're talking about when we refer to these different things, right? So for a content plan, a content plan includes your topics aligned with your niches and content pillars, your content types, so like photos, videos, audio, copy, and your platforms where your content is going to be published. For example, imagine you're a beauty and skin blogger. One thing that you will probably always plan into your weekly content calendar is to publish a reason why everyone should continue to wear SPF no matter what season it is on Instagram, which I am not a skin or beauty blogger, but yes, I will echo that. (laughs) I I will echo that it is very important to use that. Do I use it as often as I do? I should? No. Anyways, But you've decided that you are going to be posting once a week about SPF because it is related to your passion and your content pillar skin. And you want your audience to take care of their skin every season. And you know that one way to do that is to protect your skin from UV rays, even in the middle of winter, even if it's cold outside. Yes. And so again, just to reiterate it, so you hear again, what is a content plan, right? So a content plan includes your topics, your content types, and your platforms. So now we're going to discuss what is a content strategy. Your content strategy guides the creation and the deliverable of useful and useful, oh my gosh, useful and or usable content. So for content creators and influencers, content strategy means creating content with your mission statement, audience, and business goals in mind. It means delivering content within the context within context to your platforms. So for example, if your main platform is Instagram, you'll be creating photos, videos, stories, real and reels and copy that are aligned with who you are, who your audience is, and your mission statement. This also means selecting the appropriate hashtags that are related to your brand, um, also related to your audience and your mission statement. Which, by the way, we did a recent episode on hashtag strategy, well, mini-sode. So if you're confused about that, go back and listen to that. 
Okay, now that we have broken down what a content plan is versus a content strategy, we're going to go ahead and go into these tips. And tip number one to improve your content plan and strategy is to create a mission statement. We talk about this all the time and we will hammer it home. (laughs) If you don't take the time to define who you are as a brand, how can you expect your potential audience to figure out who you are? Again, we've talked about this in a previous episode, but you can think of being a creator as like selling yourself. You're selling yourself to both your audience and to potential brands if you decide that you do want to work with brands. How are you supposed to sell something that you don't know what it does? Yes. So you need to know what it does, who you are, what your purpose is. And if you're starting your brand or business, we recommend taking a moment to define what your mission statement or your purpose is. So a little recap. Again, we've talked about this before, but a mission statement defined in the dictionary is a formal summary of the aims and values of a company organization or individual so basically your purpose of why your business slash platform or blog or Instagram exist so what that can include your brand values and your audience Um, basically just talking about like your why yes like why you're here why people should follow you, why they should be a part of your audience and why they should listen to you. And why should you have a mission statement? Because having a mission statement defines what products, services, or value that you provide. It identifies your intended audience. And when you set a mission statement, you are setting your overall arching content strategy for your blog, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and other social media channels. Again, you can't sell yourself unless you know who you are and what you speak to. And also, it makes planning your content a bajillion times yes, easier. I was, yes. Yes. <laughs> Go into it. Because I was going to say, like, I think a big thing for new creators is, like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what type of content I should be saying. Should I be talking about this? Should I be talking about that? And, like, the crazy thing is, right, if you're experimenting, like, actively testing out different types of topics and things you want to, you know, create content about, you'll find naturally that like, oh, wait, you do have a specific point of view that you want to talk about. You do want to talk about style. You do want to talk about food. You do want to talk about travel, like whatever that is, right? Like, I think it's just when you create that mission statement, you're the one who says and defines this is the type of content I'm creating and this is what you can expect from me. And that will eliminate the stress, the fear, the anxiety of, of literally the question, what do I talk about? Yeah. Just like think about like, oh, is this like if you have an idea, is this related to my business? If you hear a TikTok trending audio, how can I relate this back to my business? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I relate this back to my mission statement? Like that is honestly for like a lot of my TikTok videos. That's how I like literally will just create content like there's this one audio where it was like uh it's not uh an an addiction it's like a collection or something like that and Mm -hmm. I just showed my selkie dresses I was like this is my brand I literally like you hear the word selkie you're probably like oh that crazy mad cray person like freaking like will not stop talking about it literally Yes. Like that is the association with my brand. That is part of my brand. That is part of like what I speak to on a regular basis. And it was just so easy to incorporate in. And so especially with trending audios, I will say it makes it a lot lot easier easier on all platforms. And then that way it's like when you go onto a new platform, it's like, oh, wait, what am I doing here? It's like, okay, I have to figure out what I'm supposed to, you know, how I engage on this platform, how I create content. But I already know what my brand's about. And I feel like so much of that 
Gosh, it's so much easier. (laughs) So tip number two, you guys, to improve your content planning strategy is to identify your business goals and your social media marketing goals. So if you're an influencer, your business goals might be to start earning an income from content creation by working with brands to promote your coaching services or coaching program to promote promote your courses, to promote your own products. Maybe you have your own clothing line or product line like candles or jewelry to earn money from affiliate sales. So drive your audience to purchase your outfits or linked home items via reward style or shop style. Your social media marketing goals for your brand and business might include to build an engaged audience. So this might look like increasing your audience size or improving your engagement rate to establish an expertise in your field or niche. Um, I think that's like a great way to establish your brand on, you know, on social media, right? It's like, this is what my brand and my niche is all about. Mm -hmm. I'm an expert in this. I have my degree in this. I've worked in this field for X amount of years. You're able to establish your brand on social media by, by tapping into that expertise. Um, Another social media marketing goal might be to drive traffic to your website, your blog, or your YouTube, as well as to drive listeners to your podcast. And so (laughs) why I call out there's business goals and there's social media marketing goals, right? That way, when you're thinking about your content plan, you can actually think about your goals. Is, you know, the number of posts that you're creating, the type of content that you are producing for your audience, is that aligned with you helping you establish your expertise, driving listeners to your podcast, helping you promote promote your courses, right? Like you can start to like think about all your goals and like making sure that is factored in as you're laying out your plan. Absolutely. And tip number three to improve your content plan and strategy is to lay out your content pillars or niches. Again, so important. And this will also help with just content creation in general. So what is your niche or what are your content pillars? Basically, a niche or a content pillar is a specific topic or segment that you can create content around. So why do you need a niche or content pillars? People are usually searching for specific things. So even if they're just browsing Pinterest, or Reddit, they are scrolling with their interests in mind. While you might not appeal to everyone's interests, and arguably you should not, (laughs) it's impossible to appeal to everyone's interests. If you have a specific niche or content pillar, you will appeal to a specific segment of people. So when I was talking about earlier my selkie dresses, this is a part of my like content pillars, like fashion being under my content. I talked about this as something that I'm pivoting to now because I talk about my selkie dresses all the time. For a long time, fashion was not one of my content pillars. But now, because that's like where my audience is aligned and where I'm aligned, I'm introducing fashion as one of my content pillars and therefore need to kind of adjust my mission statement to fit it. I like to think of content pillars as kind of fitting underneath a mission statement. Yes, for sure. Like it's, I feel yes, like it's that's your, exactly that. Yeah, it's like your mission statement and then like a th- like two or three bullets that fit under that. I feel like is yes. the best way to visualize it. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I'm just like seeing it in my head. I'm just like now I'm thinking of like a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this is who I am. These are three different things that fit underneath that. So, starting your blog, YouTube, podcast, TikTok, or Instagram with a specific niche will help you clarify your point of view as well as help other people identify who you are and what you do. Again, we talk about the importance of this all the time because like people aren't going to follow you if they don't know what you're going to speak to. Like if I really like cars and you post about makeup, like I'm probably not aligned with that. Or if you're posting like makeup, but then like about dogs the next day, and then you're also posting about cars, 
I don't want to see half the stuff that you're posting that's not relevant to like who I am or what I'm interested in. So even though, yes, you do have some content that's related to things that I enjoy, it's not your overall like mission statement. And so that I don't have a clear vision of what you're going to give me every single day. So I'm not going to follow. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think like just to look at real life mission statements and like the content that's underneath it for the content creatives podcast, right? Our mission, we started with every podcast episode is to inspire creatives to discover, grow and own their brand. So target audience is identified in that creatives. And then what are we trying to help, you know, aspiring creators, small business owners, influencers and creators do. We're trying to help inspire this whole group of people to continue to discover, grow and own their brand, which looks like learning how to use TikTok and drive more views on that, learning how to revamp your hashtag strategy, what hashtags can actually do for your brand and how to approach, you know, your strategy around them. Um, understanding and like breaking down terms like content plan, content strategy. So like you can see like, oh, okay, within the influencer content creation space, here are all the ways and topics that can help you literally discover, grow and own your brand. So you probably found this podcast because you were looking for something. Yeah, for create like for zero creator. creators, for influencers, maybe people who work in digital media, you, you're interested in learning more about this space. And hopefully, you type this in into Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and this popped up or, you know, that's the dream <laughs> it came up online, right. And so, um, yeah, hopefully that real life, like mission statement helped you like, see that and help break it down yeah and again those subcategories and niches again make it infinitely easier to just create content in general when you're thinking of a content plan and you're trying to like plan content out a month in advance that can be incredibly intimidating and we did do a podcast episode on that so I definitely recommend going back and listening to that but one of the key things that we talked about in that episode were your content pillars and like speaking to those like you can if you have three content pillars and you want to post three times a week you can say I want to post about each of my content pillars once a week and you're like you're halfway there you already know what the topic is going to be it's just how am I going to phrase this if you want to talk to fashion maybe you do a try on haul maybe like if again one of your content pillars is fashion maybe you do a try on haul maybe you do an unboxing maybe you do a spring wardrobe like or how to style this and then if your second content pillar is I don't know I'm trying to think of an example that's not mine (laughs) oh it's okay (laughs) like Uh, like makeup yeah or something I feel like that's like relatively like related then it could be like what we talked about with the SPF example and like there are just different ways to incorporate that and it will help with your content plan and strategy long term. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Crayon, at the Content Creatives Podcast. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.